Hi, this is Kanike and Alina, your personal supporters that are here to help you feel truly special. We are on a mission to help you understand your dynamic nature and appreciate your unique talents. By helping you balance your yin and yang energies within, we can foster healing in our global community, one woman at a time. If you want to explore the opportunity to work with us individually, please shoot us an email at herlifecompass at gmail.com. That is H-E-R-L-I-F-E-C-O-M-P-A-S-S at gmail.com. Hi, ladies. Happy summer. I hope you and yours are doing well. And today I'm excited to unpack the elements of people pleasing together with you and talk a little bit about why we do it and how we can stop doing it so we can live the most authentic and self-fulfilling life. Isn't it amazing and incredible to discover the topic of how to stop being comfortable for others? And mm. how can we start prioritizing our needs first? I love that because prioritizing your needs or our needs first is not selfish and is actually the key to sustainable happiness and life satisfaction. Because when we stop trying to please everyone else but ourselves, our life truly begins to change. So today I'm excited to also be sharing some personal examples on when we personally had to prioritize our needs over the expectations of others, whether it be our family or our community. So Hanike, a radical question for you perhaps, why do you believe that every woman shouldn't prioritize her happiness before she tries to please or accommodate others' expectations first? Because I genuinely believe in an incredible power of feminine energy. I always reinforce to all women of this universe, prioritize your needs first, prioritize yourself first. Because when we are at peace within ourselves, when we are in love with ourselves, everything and everyone around us are impacted and infected by that peacefulness. And if mm. you are letting other people to take advantage of you or letting them to use you, it happens because you are allowing for this to happen to you. You are technically giving them permission to do so because that reflects of how you treat yourself first. Mm. I love the candid and the bold statement and I would agree with you because the power of the feminine energy or let's say the divine feminine energy is really about preserving our own natural force energy towards the things we truly love and are passionate about it. And guess what? Sometimes it means saying no to things that are not aligned with what feels right to us and being able to build boundaries to protect our peace. It's a very hard thing to do for women, including myself, because naturally, as women, we want to maintain peace and harmony in our surroundings, whether it be in our family or community functions. It's quite interesting. I like how you said that it's a bit uncomfortable for, for women, but if we break it down a bit from the neuroscience perspective, the part of a brain that remained the same, if we compare the brain of a human of now, days versus the brain of a human that lived millions of years ago that was one aspect of the brain that remained the same and that aspect of the brain that component of the brain that's responsible to keep us safe it always scans for danger 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 trying to proactively address 
and that switches on our flight or fight mechanism. So what it means from people-pleasing perspective, the way the brain perceives saying no is potentially could be triggering a hypothetical trigger for a conflict, which can be perceived as a danger. And from the neuroscience perspective with humans, any forms of danger, we try to avoid it as much as we can. And that's why saying yes, possibly, is the safest way to keep us alive and safe from the survival standpoint. Isn't it interesting? It's so interesting. So are you saying that it's totally normal for us women to feel that it's so hard to, to say no and to put ourselves first? Because, I mean, it sounds like our brains are naturally hardwired to keep us safe, meaning that we are constantly focused on eliminating the hard challenges versus focusing on all the great things that we have. And I think people-pleasing is one of those instincts that we want to naturally avoid or actually do to preserve harmony and to avoid potential conflict, mm. right? And I really believe that staying agreeable for the sake of others may feel like the easiest option for you and me to avoid conflict for now. But really, it's not a sustainable solution for maintaining our true happiness. Mm. And in fact, I think, again, people-pleasing in its deep unconscious self, it's how we perceive our self-worth. And when we are not afraid of saying no, that means we are no longer seeking for any forms of validation from others. And when we struggle to say no, that's when we are seeking for that validation because our self-worth is then measured by the perception of others. So why don't we unpack it a bit, Alina, and maybe one of us can tell a story, or maybe you could tell a story of the occasion when you were bold enough to say no. Mm, I would love to share an example of where I personally felt the need to put my needs first, even if it meant conflict with the people that I loved most. So the example that I want to share is when I was in college here in New York City and I was studying public relations because my mother at that time was working for the United Nations and she believed that that was something that I should have pursued in my career. Um, my mother is a single mother that was working very hard to support her family. So for me as the youngest child, it meant to make sure that I got her approval and I was making my mom happy. So I started pursuing a career in public relations in the hopes of making my mom happy and satisfied with me. But then two years into the studies, I realized that it was not something that I was passionate about. And it was a very hard decision because what it required me to do was to have a very deep reflection in the mirror and a self-analysis as to who I am and who I want to be in the future. So at the end, I listened to my intuition and decided to change my major to communications, which meant to say no to the expectations that maybe my mother had had of me at that time and maybe everything that she had hoped for me at that time and truly sticking to what I thought was the right decision in my life and to pursue a career that I believed in the most. I like how you said it because for all of our listeners, what it really means before you say no to anything, it's very important for yourself to understand who you are. It's very important for you to understand what your values are. What are you standing for? Where do you see yourself in 20 years time, 30, 40, 50 years of time? How do you want to feel about it? Because 
that will help you to be way clearer around what are some things you should say yes to now and what are some things, processes or people that you should say no. And if you struggle to really know who you are, because we could be quite lost, you know, it's a very fast paced environment. I would encourage and invite you to listen to one of our first podcasts around discovering your uniqueness, because that helps you to hold the mirror right in front of yourself and really accept who you are and understand who you are and what makes you, you. Yeah, I love that. And I agree because when I started to think with the end in mind in terms of who I want to be and who I want to become, I realized that life passes so fast. And when we put our vision first and plan around who we want to be and not what everyone expects us to be, we gain true vision as to what our life is meant to be. So Haneke, another follow-up question for you. You know, it's easier always said than done. And I think that for me, it was one of the hardest decisions, but could you perhaps share some practical tips on how we can start prioritizing ourselves first? When we think of the practical ways, first we need to look into the why. What's the purpose behind it? And the purpose is really about you taking care of yourself, you preserving your energy for yourself. Because every day, if you are focusing on meeting the expectations of others, if you're doing things for others and you're completely ignoring your own needs, which is the case most of the time when I speak to female colleagues, friends, there's like oh I need to do this 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 how about you what's about your development oh that's my least of my priorities guess what happens when it becomes your least of the priorities you leak all of that eternal energy that you have for yourself because it's no longer important to you and by the end of the day when you feel like okay let me focus on things that matter to me you don't feel like you have enough energy to do anything all you can do is just go and sleep so my tip is when you wake up in the morning define for yourself what are two three things tasks areas that you want to focus on today that give you joy that gives you meaning that excites you that fills you up with energy focus on those things first make it your number one priority because when you focus at the start of the day you start focusing and putting all of your energy into things that matter to you you feel the difference in how you feel you feel more energized you feel more excited you feel happier and everything else around just becomes a noise it does not impact you You don't feel any more agitated it doesn't trigger you off anymore because you feel stable those two three goals they are like your anchor points that hold you moves you forward and at the end of the day you feel like oh, actually I feel like the day was not wasted and I've done something that mattered to me mm. it's really I, around yeah it's really around start loving ourselves and embracing ourselves unconditionally just the way we are imperfectly perfect I love that and I honestly feel like when you give from a place of self-fulfillment you begin to be very genuine with your energy so when we oh, say 100%. yes it's a hard yes and it's a yes that's backed up with commitment and passion mm. versus when we say yes out of the resentment or oh, of saying yeah. yes just for the sake of you know s- keeping the harmony and avoiding conflict so 100%. what i'm curious about is a lot of our listeners are in the corporate environment maybe you could share some tips around saying no and keeping boundaries around the work setting yes in fact i am guilty of that myself <laughs> i find it quite uncomfortable to say no at work but i've come up with a few own strategies that have worked out really well so a few of them number one similar to two or three goals that you define at the start of your day in a personal space be very clear around the kpis that you have within the workspace environment what What are the expectations? What are the key objectives or KPIs you have that you are being measured on? 
because they are your anchor points and you would use them as a point of reference. When tasks or requests come through, you look and you compare, is it aligned with your KPIs? If it's yes, then yes, you can say yes. But the trick here is to define the expectations and say, yes, I can help you. But the earliest I can help you is three weeks, four weeks, two weeks. You define it. Don't say yes immediately on the spot or don't say no immediately on the spot because that feels uncomfortable. You just say, okay, can you shoot me an email? I'll have a look. Give me 10 minutes. Give me an hour. I'll come back to you. Buy the time for your own reflection and identification, whether it's something you think you should work on or not, you should commit to or not. Secondly, ask for clarification around priorities because if there are lots of requests coming through and physically you cannot do that, ask for clarification. Okay, I've got project A, B, C, D, E. Which one is the number one priority because I cannot do all of them at the same time. And guess what? People will help because when you don't talk, people assume that you can. Very, very important to say, listen, I'm flat. I've got so much on my plate now. I can't do any of that. Can you please help me clarify what's the number one priority so I can focus on that? Mm. Another one that's funny, but it's working. If people catch me somewhere in the hall, it's like, oh, Kaniki, can you do this? Da, 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 da. It's like, sure. Can you shoot me an email? Just define what you want, the details, when you need that, and then I'll come back to you. 20% of the time, they don't come back. 80%, yes. 80% of the people will come back. 20, they forget by the time they reach back to the desk they forget about that <laughs> so it's no longer my responsibility you know they were supposed to send me an email another one that i use is involving the names of senior stakeholders and i'd say listen i'd love to help but i'm currently working for so and so it's very critical projects and usually people back off like oh sure 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 no worries let me find out somebody else to help me with that but the key one if you think of yourself first without jumping and say yes or no it's much easier from that standpoint to say, listen, I'd love to help, but I can't. I wish I could, but I've got a few more projects or tasks that I'm working on and I physically cannot. If you want, I can help in one month time. Usually that helps when people say, oh, no, no, it's fine. I'll fix something else. I love that. Thank you for sharing because I think it's it's very important to manage other people's expectations with the mind of how can I preserve my energy towards the things that I want to do, right? And I think personally, mm. it's definitely something that is an ongoing learning Learning journey for me personally because I tend to say yes a lot to especially at work settings but I'm learning to manage expectations of others by learning to say no at this time but also negotiating the scope of work that I may have now so to add to that I just wanted to wrap up with some reflection questions that our audience can use as journaling prompts or as ways to reflect on some of people-pleasing tendencies. And the questions are, can you think of the last time you failed to say no? And what would you have done differently now? What do you want to say yes to more now? And last one is, imagine the best version of you in the future. And what is something that you need to say no to right now in order to get to where you want to be? Love the questions. And I think our audience, they appreciate those reflection questions. So please take your time, put us on pause and think it through. The key one that I would like to highlight over and over again here is your self-love is not and should not be measured by how other people perceive you. You know your own worth. And that's why I want to finish off with a few affirmations that really are very powerful. I define my own worth. I am precious and I go after what I want. I say no because I care about myself and I love myself unconditionally. That's all for today. Thank you, everyone. My name is Kanike. And my name is Alina. Until next time.